Hey guys, it's Jess, and you're listening to With Love by Jess, a podcast about love, music, health, and wellness. Hey everybody, we are here for another episode of With Love by Jess, the podcast about music, wellness, health, happiness, all that good stuff. You know, we keep it posy, and we got the posy god in the building today. Hey, Cam what's up? Martin. What's up? Oh, Thank you for having me, Hey, you. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad that you were able to take this interview because I definitely felt like Right now in this economy and what's going on with the world, we need some positive gems. We need to drop some knowledge and some positivity for the world. And I couldn't have thought of anybody better than you. And then with you having a new project coming out or out, it's already out. Y'all got to cut yeah. that. With that out now. Yeah, it's definitely, it's fluid. It's good music, guys. It's really, really, really good. Uh, we're going to dive into it and talk a little bit about it. So, Cam, can you introduce yourself? And then also let everybody know your Instagram handle. We're going to start that already. Yeah, sure. What's up, everyone? My name is Cam Gnarly. I am from the Inland Empire. Uh, I rep San Bernardino from the north side of San Bernardino. Uh, you can find my social medias, uh, Cam Gnarly, C-A-M-G-N-A-R-L-Y. Just search me across whatever platform and you'll find me. Uh, I'm I'm just a guy who, you know, is, tries to be as purposeful as I can with my music and my craft and grow along the way and just try to be as authentic as possible, you know, to my to my truest self as I grow and change. So does my music and I feel blessed that I've built uh, a, a, a solid following of listeners and continue to connect with people just based off the fact that I'm being true in my art, and I feel like that's definitely uh, reflected and mirrored back to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to everybody who's listening to the new project right now, 333HZ out right now, 333 hertz, if you know, you know, if you know about the frequencies and stuff. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for having me, Jeff. Vibe with us today, because, you know, that's what we're going to do. So, you're welcome. We don't do that. <laughs> so, um, yes, thank you for the introduction. Um uh, man, Cam, I've been around his music, heard his music maybe about five years ago, literally. So I'm going to give you guys a knowledge of how I know this fella. Um, definitely getting into, getting back into the music scene where I you know, wanted to start my blogging catalogs and things like that on certain artists and music. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, not just with hip hop. So it started off with like, you know, indie soul and like all these, all these other genres, including rock, which wouldn't believe in LA, so I used to be out at the Roxbury a lot and all that other stuff. So I feel um, you. I used to be in the rock shows too. Yeah. Yeah. So in Hollywood was definitely a stomping ground for me for that. So I just remember those days. But man, when I came back to the IE, I found Mr. Cam Gnarly because <laughs> I have been away from the IE for so long, and then it was just like, okay, well, this, I'm gonna just make this my home, my playground, and it's crazy because. I started vibing towards these energies that I don't believe I've ever met in my life. And Cam is a part of a community um, in the IE of, of you know, abundance of, you know, um, huge like 
love gods and gurus and things like that that just are just positive they bring so much positivity to the community and wanting to share that and just lifting up others encouraging um i feel like if we're going to have a platform we got to use that shit properly and we got to use it yeah. to where we're uplifting people um you definitely have a great grips on that and so i just appreciate you and that's why we're here we want to talk to camnar we, we need to find out from you what it is that makes you tick and you know just kind of indulge and you know just let, let us know because i think um music is you know and this is for my episode for music is love fridays mm -hmm. and music is love but music also is a as a, a, a magnitude of other things it's a message it's positivity um it's actually shouting for purpose it has a meaning there's a purpose to music and it's one of the greatest gifts and that's exactly what i believe you know especially in my face so um you do a really good job in that and uh spreading hope through your music and you, you know everybody got a lot of different trials and tribulations and starting from life like how did you how did you find yourself gravitate gravitating towards music you know just growing up being an 80s baby being a 90s kid um i really credit all of that to like my upbringing, my grandparents, I was raised by my grandmother and they were big in the church out in Venice, California. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. Originally I was born in, at St. At, uh, at John's Hospital uh, in Los Angeles. My pops used to work at St. John's and Daniel Freeman and stuff. So I, you know, my mother <clears throat> is from uh, Chicago originally and, and moved out and was going to school in Fairfax. And my parents were in the church together. Once my mom got my pops, like, and got closer to my grandmother, like they started being in the church. So it really wasn't nothing weird in my family to be a singer and stuff like that. Not in the sense of like singing professionally, but everybody in my family could hold a tune, you know, like in, in that way. And, uh, you know, I felt like that kind of, um, that kind of space where just people are just singing, you know, my father used to just sing even playfully, he would sing and sound good in my opinion. And my mom as well had a very nice, like singing voice. So it, it cultivated me to start feeling comfortable enough to start singing and i was just lucky enough that when i was young you know my family reinforced that and you know they you know told me to keep singing or encouraged me to sing and i remember sitting around the table with all my cousins and singing uh my girl and then it was my part to sing and i hit like i hit a note and i just remember <laughs> that reaction of you know of people just being astounded or like feeling you know being impacted by your voice and um you know, and then from there, you know, I sang in the choir when I was a kid. And uh, not only did I sing in the choir, I, uh, I sang in the choir at school. And I was in the traveling choir and stuff. So singing and stuff like that was always a natural thing. So like, I really started singing first. Like, if I'm gonna like, oh, as far as like you, my artistic you, like, path. I'm sorry, huh? Cam, I'm sorry. Were you a tenor or a baritone? No, I was in a soprano. I was a soprano when I was younger. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And then, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still really, I mean, and then what's funny about that is that I, after that, I got away from singing and stuff. I never really thought about it as like a real thing, which is something that I knew I could do, certain songs and things like that. And I would sing with, I never was in a choir in high school and stuff, but I knew people who were, and I would talk to the homegirls and sing to them and stuff like that, like playfully. I remember singing, my homie paid me like 40 bucks, sing to his girl in the hallway. He did some weird shit. And <laughs> no so way. I helped him out. Yeah, so I was always, uh, you know, I, I had always found ways of making money or doing stuff that had to do with my ability to sing or to draw mm -hmm. or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, 
after that, you know, I remember I was a freshman in high school and I heard the homies rapping on the back of the bus. And I never mm -hmm. even thought that was like a real thing. Like, not that I didn't think it was a real thing, but I was a fan of hip hop. But I never looked at, I identified with hip hop, but I didn't think it was something that I could do. Like, at the time, mm -hmm. in my youth, like, I just loved hip hop. And uh, it wasn't until I started seeing my peers rapping on the bus and stuff and rapping in the quad at Cajon and, and San Bernardino. And, uh, you know, I, I really started to rap. I, I just remember the way I think about it is like I started wrapping my mind around trying to create raps, trying to rap, trying to take what I'm thinking and feeling and say yeah. it in a rap form. And I used to suck. I used to be terrible. And, uh, you yeah, know. But that's how you find yourself, too. Yeah, and I feel like that's how I actually, why I got into, like, being more self-aware in my music is because before I was rapping, sometimes what I, what I thought I wanted to be on and, like, what I was thinking that was my perspective, and I really wasn't. I was really, like, rapping my, uh, my surroundings and my experience, but I wasn't really coming from a place of self. I was more, like, reporting what I was living. And I, there's still elements of that in my music now. But I was trying my hardest to like be a rapper, rapper. Like I really felt indifferent about having melody in my flows and my raps. And if you listen like some of my earlier stuff before, like uh, well, I said a lot of it off the internet now. But before, like yeah, it was I was really rapping, like not having a harmony. I was rapping, but um, it wasn't until I don't feel like I really started to see, um, you know, the change and the gravitation to my music until I started being more. Uh, more self-aware and using all of my skills and abilities and not necessarily separating one part from one part and feeling like, oh, I, you know, there's no room for a singing voice or a, a melodic flow pattern in what I was doing. And granted, you know, there's, you know, there's countless examples of artists that have had really good careers off, you know, using their voice as an instrument. And it was stuff like that that made me learn that not only can I, um, you know, not only can I write well, and come up, you know, come up with like good substance material, but the way that I deliver it is different than someone else who, you know, who who may have a a, a harsher delivery than my own. So I feel like that's what really got me into being like more self-aware into my music. Just overall, I just started really going backwards into myself and, and really building off my own strengths and stuff like that from making my own flyers and making my own artworks and stuff like that to you know really being more true to myself in the sense of like you know i could write a rap but how is my delivery going to be unique how is that how is it going to be that when people hear you know when you hear jay-z's like uh, uh, like that that flow like you hear that he's about yeah. to start you know what i'm saying like you hear that it's about to be jay-z rapping or you hear it's about to be little wayne rapping or something like that like what was going to be my space yeah. yeah and i feel like that's what i wanted so i really got into that space of like crafting my my sound and trying to really flush out what is suitable for me and my on a personal level and an artistic level and you know and also challenging myself i mean i feel like now i'm really in it now so i try to challenge myself yeah. to do more things like to sing more or like broaden my vocal range and stuff like that in the ways that i've used it on on record before um but i still feel like it's like it's it's something that's really fun for me because you know i'm yeah. really meticulous in the way that i write my music and, and the way that i record it so i think it's you know because when i find new ways yeah yeah I, yeah uh, so pretty much that's how it all started. Like for me, just 
I started getting into music surrounded by my family and then seeing people like rapping and shit in high school, like Noah, when I met Noah, he was rapping in the quad in high school. Like, and these, you know, these experiences, they stuck with me. And, you know, I remember when I first went to college, I just started freestyling and stuff like that. And then I had to start getting out of freestyling because I couldn't just freestyle every song. But I had to start, rap, uh, you know, writing things. Right. And then I had to come up with my delivery, how I was going to deliver the things that I wrote. And I always had like a poetic type style to my writing and stuff like that. So it even made it more important to me to have a specific delivery and like her mm -hmm. and, you know, have a, a like a way have of a good, speaking my good. mind good bridge a good it's a good song overall and that's where i get from your music it's like you have mainly all the elements all the elements yeah. like and that's why i push your music a lot and some people probably be like well who's this camera guy like first of all just listen i just like just listen think right. about how yeah. this is being delivered how you're you know your cadence your style the way that you just you just you have a a confidence in your music that I feel like a lot of people should resonate to that makes other people want to get it and to move. So your music just has all all these just it's like rich flavor. It's like gumbo. Thank you. Like if you don't thank have you, you. no hot sauce in that bitch, so like it ain't gonna work. <laughs> no, no, I, can be, I, I feel you. <laughs> I you feel you. Not to, you I can't, I can't like, speak to what other other rappers be doing, but you know I I just try my best to be yeah. the best I can. Like, I, I, you know, I'm all about reaching my highest potential and being the best version of myself that I can. And with music being my craft, it doesn't matter what. If I was cooking, I'd be the best cook if I felt like that's what I wanted to do. Because yeah. for me, like, you know, the people that I idolize and people I look up to, they're the best at what they do. And, you know, I look at the way that, you know, once you're the best at what you do, you understand the mechanics of what it is that you're doing. You can experiment and challenge yourself in other ways. And I feel like I've done that many times. And I, you know, now like writing a song and the mechanics of writing a song and what I know that it needs is like a second nature to me. Like I know how to make a good song, but what kind of good song are we going to make today? You know, like I can, you know, we can have all the ingredients to make anything, but you know, I want to make it special and unique and different. And I feel like it's important to me to have, nuance and layers and textures in my music so that you may think you're listening to a song that's about this but upon like the second or third listen you may find a different point of view and you realize i'm talking about something completely different but you know i feel like that's the fun in in the way that i write things like it's in the process yeah things that be having double meanings mm -hmm. and shit yeah all that it's, it has to be a certain amount of like i said spice like the wit but it's from knowledge you know what i'm saying it's just from life experiences it really is and that's what makes it so relatable to the people. And that's why I'm like, well, you know, I know a lot of people that I've actually put on like, your music and they're just like, yeah, like that nigga for real. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to get from this. That's what Yeah, yeah. So he, you definitely have that. Like you have that. Like I'm not the rapper that's going to make you feel bad about yourself when you're listening to the music. Like now that doesn't make me, you know, that don't get me wrong. Like I don't make... I will make a song that will tell somebody about themselves or make someone look at themselves, or, you know, really think about, do I, yeah, you feel me? But, but, uh, but at the same time, like, I just want people to feel as good as I did or to feel what I was feeling when I made it. If it's a song that's meant to make you feel good, I want that shit to really make you feel good. Like I want that shit to make you roll your windows down, pop the yeah. sunroof and feel that feeling. And, you know, and I'm also intentional with my lyrics and stuff like that so that, 
I can use the same sonics that you may hear in like a trap sound or a, or a grimier sound or something like that, or really turn uh, a smooth sound on its on its head and make it more grimy and edgy in the in the yeah. depending on like the delivery choice that I take. But it's just like I just want you to feel good about it. At the end of the day, like I try to be intentional in my music to make people feel and connect with it. Like whatever the emotion I'm I'm trying to give off, like I want people to just really connect with it. So. I'm not yeah. trying to make you feel like shit. I'm not trying to stun on you, you know? And not to say that there aren't lines where I'm boastful and lines where I'm confident. And But it's all in the way that I'm saying things because, you know, you attract you attract more fly, you know, you attract more, fuck, what is it? You attract more bees with Bees honey. with honey. You feel me? Like, it's that kind of, it's that kind of thing. Like, I'm not trying to, yeah. I, that's just my nature. And I feel like the universe responds to that and my listeners respond to that because I'm blessed and, and highly favored in many ways. To, and it shows me that if I keep doing what I'm doing, you know, I'm only going to get that mirrored back to me in in real time in the universe and, you know, in this reality type shit. So for me, it, you know, I could, if I want, again, like it all comes down to the choice. If I decided tomorrow that I want to be, uh, a, you know, a, a flossy ass, you know, drip type rapper, I could choose that. Like I can yeah. make that decision and I would be that. To, to its fullest potential. This is the choice and space that I exist to be, or that I choose to exist in because it's the one of least yeah. resistance. Like, I'm really just going with the flow and, you know, this shit is guided by those that listen to my music and allow me to go in new places or by myself and just manifesting the shit that I really want and seeing it come and, you know, music being the vehicle for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. No, for real. Like, I know somebody that has, well, I don't know, you could probably agree with this, but um that anything he does he can be that you know he could be that nigga like but he is just that nigga like through his music and you can tell like just how he makes you think um which is Kendrick Lamar and he can like speed yeah. up his music I feel like he's like one of the great remixes or mixers of our time like how Lil Wayne used to remix everything and just all these people jumping on these remakes he's one of he's somebody who I look up to obviously and you know from the CPT you know but still you know he knows he be knowing and you know that's why his music is so just it's everywhere it's like but yeah, you have the same capacity, like energy, and um, let's talk about that. Thank let's you. talk that's, about the. That's humbling. I appreciate that. What'd you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, let's talk about the two albums. So you just released three 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 HZ. Yeah, three hundred thirty three no. hertz. It's hertz. I say three 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 HZ because some people don't know what hertz is, and I didn't oh, really explain that. And it, so you know what I'm saying? But it's three. Yeah. That was one of my questions. But that's yes. what I mean, double meanings, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, you know. Yeah. It's like one of those, if you know, you know kind of things. Because yeah, people yeah, will be yeah. like, oh, damn, he named his album, like, 333 hertz. Like, that's dope. Yeah. And then you look up three hundred, uh, you look up what 333 hertz means, and then when you realize what that means, it's a frequency of healing. It's a healing frequency. So that's, yeah. the, that's the bar in the title. Like, this music is meant to yeah. make you feel good. It's meant to heal. And then the other side of it, some people <laughs> don't know, you know. Some people don't know what, you know, some people just, my homie asked me, this shit was funny, he was like, so your album's called 333 Hoes? And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Damn. So that's why I presented, that's why I said 3338Z, because it's an easy, it's easy to digest, and if you decide to look further into it, you'll understand. Mm -hmm. But there's other identifications of that on the project, like 333 Radio, 
and three 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 eight Z being spoken. So that you know, those, those things do exist. But uh, but yeah, three 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 eight Z three hundred thirty three hertz. What yeah. you talking about, Nirvana too? Yeah. So the the contrast with Nirvana, I feel like is definitely Nirvana. Nirvana is his other album that came out last year. That was what March, yeah. right? Mid March. Yeah, March. March, yep. March 28, March 2019. Yeah. My fave, my fave, absolutely my fave. And uh, I feel like that was the vibe. Those were the vibrations that you were going to to get to 2020. And that's yeah. where it's like you, I mean, this album dropping in 2020, stand, like, I don't know, maybe I might be a little close, but stands for 2020. That album stands for 2020, but you, it was what you went through in 2019 to get you to vibrate higher to the frequency of 333 HC. So that's yeah. just my little tidbit on it. <laughs> but it sounds No, cool I mean, to I make a... That. I appreciate you You really understanding that, too, because um, I feel like in the nature of artists, you want to... It's a tricky space to be in to make music from a year before and then present it to people in the next year and they identify with what they're going through in that year. And I also, mm-hmm. you know, it's not lost on me that for me, Nirvana was like a labor of love and loss. Like I had lost friends in the process yeah. of making that project and going through relationship troubles and all kinds of stuff. And like literally like all the way up until like releasing the project in itself. So, and then to have such yeah. a great year, so many amazing performances and, and opportunities that came off of Nirvana existing and the amount of people that listened yeah. to it, it was streamed over like 50,000 50, times. And that's something, a feat that I've never been able, you know, I've never experienced before. And to be coming out of that and being such a great space, you know, overall, like, you know, perceivably a great space. And then to make all the, you know, make the songs that I made for uh, for 333, I feel like it's funny to be making an album about healing before the world got sick. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's crazy. I feel like it's kind of crazy to me. That's how I yeah. knew. I feel like, like it's a trip, like, I've been saying yeah. that for like three years, I think. Like something just gonna happen and I just before I started going on my spiritual vibrations, like I like I wasn't as in tuned as I felt like I always wanted to be. And then just in the last mm-hmm. few years it's been like incredible. Um so that's why yes, your music and I will put you in category definitely with Noah, Noah James. Um my your brother, music music are very healing. And very powerful to the sense that, like I said, very relatable. I can understand what you went through to get to the processes. And it seems like, you know, all, all music has to tell a story. It's a message. So, you know, your stories and the, you know, just coming like, I know that it's personable because it's, it's your baby. People don't come out of growth. Like if they don't put shit into it, like they're like, you're shining. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I know that you push the pavement to get this like popping, like, you're popping, my my dude. Like you're popping. Oh, that's yo. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really feel like that shit comes from um, you know, because me and Noah talk about this shit all the time. Where it's a space of like, you know, no, no, you know, if you know no story, bro's been through a lot of things. Like if yeah. you know my life story, like my I, I deal with like the same type of generational curses of spaces and examples of just crazy shit happening, coming from San Bernardino, coming from Los Angeles, like having the family structure that I have, like shit wasn't sweet. You know, I'm lucky that I was raised around love, you know, in my immediate family. But my father's the youngest of 10 kids and I have countless examples of how shit could just go a whole nother way. And for me, 
on even on a personal level, like me and Noah have talked about, like, you know, I, I, I make music that's healing or has the ability to heal because I'm healing. And I use yeah. my music to as a medium for my own healing. I'm healing myself and others in the process. Like like how Jay-Z said that one line, like, I'm not a writer, I'm a or I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others. Like I'm not yeah. like I, I'm not no guru or some shit. Like I don't have it all figured out. I'm just a healer of myself and others only because I can give an example or or you know, I could be an honest example of somebody who pushed themselves to be exactly what they want to be and i feel like i said that on 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 the song number three on signs saying like i you know mm -hmm. only reason i ain't never lost because i ain't never quit like that's oh. that's really the truest di differential between me and other I folks and it was crazy if she said that same shit though like you know like yeah. you, you didn't i just didn't stop and something just becomes yeah. so evident and stuff like that but for me on the outside or, the, or rather on the inside to be to see people respond to it mm -hmm. and to have to navigate through those things of going through these things and the stuff that people battle with all the time like imposter syndromes and 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 worrying if you're good enough or you know or and all that thing or seeking validation i feel like i've worked my i've worked through all of those things and i'm in a very good space because i know who i am like i don't need anyone's validation and you know i'm not you know who i am inside and who i really believe i am inside is come is the honest truth of what people see outside of me so like you know I, it just makes it just makes it easy for me only because like i don't know like i said this to other two friends before where you know sometimes i'm not good at taking praise and stuff but the thing is like for me um I may not be the, the best rapper in the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know I have friends who are, by all accounts, like way better rappers than me. Like, you know, or, or, or rather, I look at them like, "Fuck, you're a great rapper." I feel like and I'm surrounded by great rappers. Doing anything yeah. Well, not even that. Not even that. Some of them, they, yeah. some of them truly are. But I guess yeah. like the, the the thing that I feel like makes me, or where I allow myself to stay rooted in, because I don't want to get caught up in the who's the best rapper space. Cause that's a very okay. fickle that's a fickle space i'd rather be yeah. in a space of you know like i'm trying to be the best person i can be and if i'm focusing on being the best person i can be and i make music about the kind of person that i am then i'm always be i'm always have the best music like and that's yeah. i feel like none of that can be affected by outside influences none of that can be affected by yeah. opinions and stuff like that like because i'm rooted in being the best version of myself and yeah. I present the best version of myself anytime I record a song or write a song or, or get on a, in front of a microphone. Like just anything. You know? Yeah, that's taught you like 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 through your life path, that's what's taught you to keep yourself rooted in. And I feel yeah. like that's it, it's really, you know, we can hypothetically talk about like the American dream all day. We can talk about all this other stuff, but initially the reason why we're all here is to become better people and it's to overall feed a higher purpose for everybody and yeah. that's why every little bit of us like like you said you might not be the the best rapper in the world it's not it's actually it's actually pretty cool uh, my uh, my understanding of why god gave so many people the gift like there's a lot of people mm. who got this gift and mm. so I always look at it like, okay, it's not to really size anybody up just like you. Like, it's no, yeah. oh, the best rapper in this category and this and the other. Like, I feel like, especially with what underground music has done for the music community, especially hip hop, how it's been very like, 
like more on the conscious tip and the heightened selves and the, the understandings of the music and a lot of our greater rappers have come from that you know from the bottom like like jay-z and like tupac like people came from different backgrounds that were like all oh, like your situation his situation everybody's yeah like, yeah like we all have to fight through it and that's just like kind of like the example you were saying earlier with you see and how he what he believes so it's definitely um it's like your fight and that's why you know i just i don't know i just respect a lot of people off the music like in the underground industry because it is more it's more i'm gonna be myself no matter what anybody else thinks i'm gonna be myself i'm gonna do my music but i'm staying true to myself and then therefore through that like i know if i continue to stay true and rooted in that like you're on your mission and you're standing you're standing for greatness and you and you know what you want to see for the world as well um, you're going to continue to like grow from that. And that's where I feel like, you know, people like, you know, I'm going to go back to the example with Noah. It's like, he's someone who has built this from bottom to the top. And, you know, I know he's kind of, you know, he's a little older than both of us. So he has the experience to where he's already been growing from like this, like, you know, like this really, you know, I don't like to talk about people <laughs> on other part of people's podcasts, so, but I'm going to, exit out we're gonna get noah on here one day i'm gonna talk about his story so definitely but yeah it comes from times yeah. and tribulations and that's well, what i agree i say no i feel you i feel like it's important to um it's important for me as an artist to do my part in the sense of like you know my when your voice is powerful and you have a platform you have a responsibility and you know as much as there's been times where i've wanted to shy away from that or like not want to take responsibility just in general like for whatever reason, like trying to avoid having the responsibility. Um, you know, you can't avoid it. People are gonna wanna do or follow what you do. And I feel like it's your job to do your part, like if you have a platform. So for me, it's important, you know, as a black man who is healing through things, I feel like it's important to talk about the fact that I heal through things and hopefully help it make it easier of a healing transition or process for somebody else who doesn't have to go through all the hard parts that I went through because I'm able to articulate it in a way that they're like, oh shit, and allowing them to, you know, go around certain humps and shit that I had to really tread through. And I feel like that's yeah. something that Noah has done for me through his healing, yeah. has shown me ways. And then as well, just on a personal level, like, you know, learning from others who who do things from an authentic and real place, especially like having, you know, older black men to look up to and stuff like, you know, to really lean on and be like, bro, like, I feel like this. And bro, I, I know how you felt. I felt this before. And to be able to, you know, give that same type of dialogue in the music so that when the listeners is hearing what I'm saying, like they can understand that I know exactly how you feel. And I also, not only that, but I take responsibility in, in like understanding that I am tapped into your feelings. And yeah that you are tapped in to, to my space. And I just try to give and do my part with the gift that I've been given, just the ability to be connected with and stuff like that. So, you know, to give voice to those who feel like they're not being heard or something like that. So I feel like it's important to do my part as well as if I'm an artist who is focused on growth and, and you know, or for artists that are out there who are talking about that they're focused on the growth and stuff like that, but I don't necessarily, you know, or, but but that same growth and knowledge and, and wisdom isn't necessarily being passed through the music, you know, I feel like it's important that you find ways to to give that back. Like, and that's, for me, that's just really important, like, just to give that shit back because I didn't gotten it from so many people. I've learned from 
you know, from close hand observation or just, you know, or, or just as a general fan of people who make me feel good about myself, who make me feel confident in myself. And that shit, you know, I want to be able to do the same thing. And coming from San Bernardino too, like, it's important to be a positive black role model for me. Like, that's just important to me. Like, I don't want, you know, the I don't want the younger generation behind me you know, and that may just be the role that I'm playing. That don't mean I ain't listening to fucking future every day and shit because I am. But that I don't want the, you know, again, I, it's about like doing my part. So it's like I don't want the younger generation behind me to feel like they were lack, or, you know, lacking in positive examples. Like, because I had positive yeah. examples. And, you know, and I believe in duality and shit like that. I'm not saying anybody has to be perfect, but I do no. hope that I can be there when the person wants to make the good choice or wants to do the right thing for them or wants to make a positive change in their life they know that there are people out here who are rooting for you you feel me like who are who are pro you who are positive in in the in the fact that you know that black people and, and and black men especially are you know are amazing and i feel like you know there's a lot of negative examples out here but to be a positive example for me and be in an authentic space with that shit is so important to me because I've had so many examples. I've had so many examples Absolutely. of that shit who, you know, who kind of faded into the background. And I feel like I, that's the best way I can honor them. Those that gave me some light or gave me some game is to give that game back through the music and give that game back to the listeners and to the to people who, you know, who are fans of what I do. Like I got to pay that shit forward to the people who did that shit who are no longer on this earth anymore who are locked up behind bars or who are people who are just locked in their own mental prisons and shit like that who don't even know what they've done for me in our conversations or something like that like the best way i can honor that is to to be the best or most authentic and positive person i can be and you know and whatever that truly truly means because you know like i said i believe in duality and shit like i'm not always a positive person but again like at the root at the core like i'm trying to do no harm you know right right yeah that's that's really the goal um for sure because yeah we i think that just comes from us fighting our own battles and then um typically what we normally would say is like oh nobody understands our situation because nobody's living in our in our shoes i don't know it's like just the difference in that the difference in having to be a black man like and going through that have, would you say that it's experiencing all your like like what does it make you feel like how, how do you feel about experiencing all your trials and tribulations and things like that and then like you know it's up against the um the world and it's, it's um, man i mean that's uh that's such a big question but i, I will answer the best i can in the way like you know it has a lot to do with my family foundation i feel like that has truly um they shielded me the best they could and protected me the best they could from certain things and i'm really blessed in that but at the same time as shielding me they also educated me and 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 allowed my uh my thirst for knowledge to be quenched in different ways so growing up it was always important to me to know my history to know my culture and knowing my history and knowing my culture and knowing the origins of how we became black in the first place like you know it's it's always been embedded in me to uh 
to not, you know, to not quote unquote like not be a stereotype. And whatever kind of stereotype, there's so many out there that you don't want to fall into. Like I really never want to fall into some like typecasted view uh, of, you know, or like a or like a limited a limited respect to my complexity. And I feel like that's really the I guess that's the space I exist in the most is that I am unique. I am different. I am complex. Like to say like there's no way that you could quantify who and what I am alone and just like, you know, and what whatever someone may think it means to just be a black man, like, you know, just on a you know, just based on my personal experiences, like, you know, I've had to work harder in a in a lot of respects and stuff like that and had to yeah. carry myself in a particular way because I know that they looking at me differently than they would someone else. And I do feel like that is disrespectful to my complexity as a person because, you know, you you know, a lot of people will just assume that, you know, this big black dude with dreads and shit like that, I've seen their reaction to that. And, you know, I, you know, it, it de definitely affects my, you know, something I'm constantly mindful of and I see it, you know, because, you know, just the nature of, the, the racism in the world and stuff like that like you know once you live with it long enough you start to see it you start to see the way that it shows itself in many different forms and fashions and more than anything it's just like I guess it, you know just all comes back down to just like being being the opposite of what they want you to be like for me wow. like because they only try to give us you know so many options and you know, or for you know, even in being in 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 in, in, in entertainment, which is one of the yeah. main options that they try to give you, I feel like that my my rebellion to that is the nature of my music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because okay. they want me. I'm from San Bernardino. They want me to rap about killing niggas. They want me to rap about bitches and hoes and money and you know. And again, if I decided to do that, I could definitely do that. There's countless countless examples of that shit and you know mm -hmm. I, I feel like so much of that is embedded in our culture and stuff like that so again like my my radical nature my radical politic in how i address or have people address my blackness is to show the complexity of it to show that it's not what you think it is or to also give you a you know to give those that don't know you know, uh, a viewpoint into what it really is. And all, you know, because blackness is everything. Like, it, it shows itself in so many different ways. And because of our experiences and because the nature of the way that we are oppressing is more of a visual thing, like, there's no hiding that shit. And it shows itself in so many different ways. So for me, it is about, like, you know, being that positive example and being that different example and showing for, you know, for, for us, you know, for us, other people to show that, you know, you know, that we're different or it's okay to be different. It's okay to not be what they want you to be. It's okay to not be how all your homies are. It's okay to not be, you know, what, what you see in front of you. And I feel like yeah. if anything, like how my, like my art or just my life, my, you know, how I uh, have come to terms or you know, come to grow into my blackness. Like the the biggest thing I can say is that you know to be the example of the other, of the difference, of the yeah. alternative. Because there's so many, you know, there's so many examples of amazing blackness, but you know there are so many versions of us that we don't see that you know. And I feel yeah. like for me, 
it's important to me to be this version. It's important to me to be this example of what a black man is and show this level of duality and, com- and, and complexity. So, you know, that shit, but it's an embedded thing. Like, you know, it, I can't not see who I am. You know, I can't not be who I am. And, you know, I can't take away the experiences that I've seen and the oppression and the atrocities and the shit that I've seen. We're going through it right now, you know? Like, right. you know, justice for George Floyd. Like, you know, I've seen so yeah. many of these types of situations and it puts me in more of a further space. And I only express that, you know, how I feel about it, but even in like, in just a, like an auditory form, but just, you know, changes how you maneuver in this world. And, you know, every single day, the nature of my blackness influences my choices, influences what I do every single day. So, um, you know, it that sh- this shit ain't easy, but you know that's what makes us so great because we can yeah. do anything. We can we can handle anything. Yeah, that's that's what I admire about Black people is that we're very strong, and I know through the strength, it, it took a lot of endurance <clears throat> to get through the struggles that we have, and then because we always like end up on top. I know there's a lot of situations that depict to the world that we're at the bottom right now, but we've always been on top. And we won't stop being on top. And I think it just is going to take us a level of and what is really going on right now in the country is that things are boiling over. People are getting fed up and people are getting tired. So it's just like, yeah. I know that we can do it on a very different way. I don't I don't want or, you know, aspire to be as chaotic and bloody, especially with weapons and things like that. Because, like, not to say that I'm against Again, I, that it has that shit may have its place. It may not be your role in the in the revolution yeah. or the struggle or the change, but that shit has its place. But I understand your choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Even today, like when they were writing, it was like, and it was like it was meant. I was like, okay, that was that's cool because like it just showed that it didn't get really out of hand. It was just so much pressure. You know what I'm saying on the on the yeah. wrongdoers. It was so much pressure that. They, it was almost like they just ran with their tails in between their legs, like how they how they were like breaking those police cars and stuff like that. And I was like, dang, yeah. you mean to tell me not one person that fears for his life jumps out of his car and starts pounding on people like he does on any regular day when somebody's just walking down the street or jogging? That's true. Like, I'm Very true. So Very it's messed true. up. I'm just like, oh no, right yeah. well, That just shows you the sh- that just show you know that you know we have countless examples of conversations that we have within our own community where you know they don't want to see us together, they don't want to see us oh, strong yeah. and unified. And the times that we are strong and unified, we're met with great resistance because in these same spaces where you know people are protesting these injustices and shit. Just a couple weeks ago, there's a bunch of fucking yeah. white people out there protesting coronavirus and they had guns and all kinds of shit and nothing happened to them. So, you know, there's countless examples to show that, you know, how we're treated differently. But, you know, again, what you're saying, like that shit can only happen for so long before it boils over and change or, you know, some type of, uh, some type of deserved uh, repair is, is, is necessary. So, you know, I, I, I feel for those people and I'm, you know, my heart is there with them and shit like that. But again, like, you know, if you can't be right there on the front lines, you can be protesting in your own way. You could be protesting yeah. in your life in general, like in the way that you live your life. So it's important yeah. to uh, it's important to embody that shit and not, you know, not feel like you're not connected to it because we are. That's, you know, it can happen to any yeah. one of us. 
Yeah, I mean, I realize we're in a different realm right now, especially with like the how the whole world is responding to racism altogether. It seems to be that people are coming across more shocked. And that's why some people are just like, they're either, this is where you see more people, like even from little kids. It's like, it's all across so many generations right now because of how prevalent it is on our on our media, you know, in our media. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so people are like all into that and like either trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong because I think there's just been this overcast of, oh, don't don't look this way. You know, it's just black people getting shot it's because they're bad or they're this and any other. So nobody ever sees that. It's like, you know, right now I feel like some people are actually thinking like, what, like, what did they do? They're like even like trying to justify it in their own minds. Like he had to have done something to deserve this. And unfortunately, yeah. it's not like that. And it sucks. And that's why, you know, like, I just, you know, more than anything, I did want to make this uh, this episode to, like, kind of, like, you know, just solidarity to all Black women and out there, and especially my brothers. Like, I love all you guys, mm-hmm. like, no matter what. Like, I don't care what you do. Like, you could be a side hustler. I've, I mean, I've went, ran into so many walks of life on my path that yeah. I've met Fair. every type of man in any type of black man, I will do anything for. And, you know, I just appreciate you guys so much. And I, you know, I appreciate just people, you know, I'm a lover of all, like I love, I love everyone as much as I can, you know what I'm saying? Like not, not like, you know, if I see injustices and things like that. Yeah, no, keep that away from me. But for the most part, it's like all love for everyone, but definitely just for, you know, I think there's starting to be a, an awakening to that. Yeah, this is, this is really how they are being treated. Some people are definitely yeah. from a coma and they're they're pissed too. And you know, that's a yeah. good thing. So I'm looking at it like a lot of solidarity from our Asian brothers and sisters and our, you know, Hispanic and our, you know, everybody, the indigenous community. It's just it's been very uplifting. So I feel like with that even being that, I say, especially to the musicians and the creatives and the artists and people who write and just draw, like every anything, just keep pushing it out there and and you know all through our our struggles like that's what we do we we built this tough skin and that's what makes us harder on the exterior but we still have managed you know with our healing and just everything that all of our blessings that god gave us uh we're able to hone in on that and then just like project out the love that we want to see in the world but without being penetrated it's like this exterior so like there's musicians being the front line and that's why it's really sad when we see people go like biggie and tupac and and you know a numerous of other you know uh, artists that have been shot just recently even pop smoke like you know he was just barely yeah, getting yeah. in you know he was barely yeah. getting in the game so it's crazy like we gotta we gotta protect you guys too because you guys are the ones that are carrying the message the most and the loudest and the most profound because that's what's capturing everybody you know media yeah. is what's capturing people in their eyesight but the music has a way of being in this realm to heal all and to cure and to see things to show people things like you know and so you know that's why we have to keep the hip-hop community alive and we have to protect our brothers and sisters in this fight i agree so as black people it's just so important for us to honor each other and and the way that we treat each other and embrace each other uh there's so many things out here that are meant and and rooted in dividing us dividing you know 
us from believing in the, in black women and believing in black men. And there's so many, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm saying that today. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, what who you're, you know, there's so many things that get convoluted in, in that space, you know. It's not, I'm not yeah. saying you got to only be with black people and stuff like that, but it has a lot to do with the way that we treat each other and based on the way we treat each other in a way that allows others to treat us. And, um, you know, I believe that, you know, solidarity is called for for the support within the black community for each other. But at the same time, you know, it is a um, it's a daunting battle and shit because they are out for us. Women being the black women being the most disrespected and black men being the most, dis, you know, disregarded in the, in the way of our, our care. And then I feel like it, it, it's across the board for both of us. Um, yeah. But it, but I, I, I do believe that, you know, it is important to, you know, we keep talking about it, but to protect the, these voices, these, you know, to protect the, the people who are those voices and who have the ability to connect. And but across the board, all of us like, you know, every you don't have to just be an artist to be held up, to be protected, to be appreciated. Um, you know, I'm not saying people shouldn't be held accountable for their actions. And, you know, if you're a black man or black woman out here on some bullshit, I expect that, you know, your brothers and sisters will call you on your shit and correct you. But yeah. no one can correct us. Accountability. You know, That's what no correcting us out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean accountability is, is big, but we have to do it. We have to tighten up on ourselves first, and yeah. you know, um, to be able to check somebody else yeah, to exactly, what we gotta exactly. be doing because we can't tolerate. We gotta be on one accord. Everybody always says that, and it's funny because I'd be like, "Do you know what the recipe of one accord consists of?" And that's really one checking yourself first. Man in the mirror, my favorite. I, I always that's my favorite reference. To anything in this world, because Michael Jackson just was that visionary. He understood that. Shout out to the Virgo, Michael Jackson. Huh? I said shout out to the Virgo, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love him. Yes. So yeah, like Michael Jackson, that Man in the Mirror song was definitely about reflecting awareness and understanding. First, it starts with you, and then you can be able to, um, you know, trans, you know, translate it to others and get it through to other people, and other people will feel that joy. It's just like, like love and happiness is very contagious. It's you know, that's those things are very contagious. But I think like you know, if we're just spreading spreading the message to just heal ourselves, work on ourselves, and then being able to hold our brothers and sisters accountable. And this goes for everybody. And, hold, and, and we gotta hold them up too. I feel like it's a both. It's a we talk about duality when we talk about growth and that has a yeah. lot to do with understanding that you know not only we're going to hold our people accountable we're going to hold our people up you yeah. know we're going to hold and yeah. i feel like that's the biggest problem where you oh, find geez. people trying to justify the mistreatment of black men and women based on something or other and taking away again their complexity and they're taking away like you know their ability to change and i feel like that's the hardest thing because yeah, we've man. already we've already been typecasted as the demon type character the bad character the malicious character the the flirtatious sexually active character like so there's so you know when we're in these spaces where that thing is used to harm us the, you mm -hmm. know this quote-unquote narrative on us is used to harm us as a black woman used to harm the black woman in the sense of making her over sexualized and then we ignore the fact that there's so many black and brown or you know from black and brown gay queer trans women in general being killed for their sexual pro yeah. uh, uh, proximity and sexual uh, pro uh, promiscuity and shit like that like 
And, Absolutely. you know, they, they use these same tropes against us and they use these things to kill us. They create the, yeah. the narrative that I'm a thug and I'm a gangster and I'm a thief. And they will use that for, you know, in my, you know, in the defense of why they took my life, and why they took your support. And, you know, and I feel like it's important for us as a, as a culture to understand the nature of these tools and divisive, divisive means of how we, how they pick apart who we are as human beings and justify right. the way that they treat us and justify the, you know, the, the terrible endings to our stories and shit like that. And we have to support each other. Not to say that, again, not to not hold us accountable, but, it, you know, we're being rooted in love and we're being rooted in growth within our community. I feel like it's important to not only do that for the people who are doing right, but off top, you know, for those that are doing wrong. So, you know, I feel like it's it's important to, for me anyway, to embody that. I can't say well, speak on anybody else's path or anything like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to figure it out day by day and how I can mm -hmm. offer the best support that I can while also understanding what it what it looks like when you're fucking up and how to be, uh, you know, how to be a, a solid voice in helping somebody be better. Like, real life. Yep. It's already hard enough. Don't, no need yeah. to make it harder. And I, I, you know, I definitely I pray that this uh, this conversation is related to many folks, and it just plants a seed. You know, it just needs to just be able to see planted a lot of you know. There's a lot of divisive things going on right now in our country, um, especially yeah. coming up with election time. Just it's just so much to take. There's so much to take in. Um, but I just you know I pray that this conversation definitely kind of like you know gives it to other people on about what them. I feel like you know we don't it's it's like we're all on different paths but I, it's like a commonality like the goal is to make this a better situation for everyone and to make our make ourselves great and make ourselves better and then to influence that and to uplift yeah. and so I think that's you know that's really just what my podcast is really all about anyway too like you know it's just to spread the awareness and then you know because music is a part of my life and i believe that music is, is love and that's just how we're going to transcend we're going to trust in the world so um you know I, 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 do I give all praise to you really like for what you're doing with your platform and in your art you know you're with love by just you're rooted in love and i've seen you be that yeah. for many many people and uh inside yeah. of our community and just in our personal lives so like i you know, I commend you. I'm I'm honored that you asked me to be on on your podcast today and allowing me a space to just hopefully connect with others and let them know that you know there are people out here who understand your struggle and who are trying their best to you know guide others to not have to go through the things that we went through. So you know, I'm just yeah. you know I applaud your your positive you know, that you said and you know I fuck with you all. Yeah, no, I appreciate that a lot. I'm, you know, I'm trying to make it out here in the world, just trying to get things going. And I like you're like the second interview that I've had since I've revamped it. And you know, um, I'm on YouTube guys now, so you know if you're watching this, this is where you're watching it at. Um, I'm trying to navigate through the technology world and give you guys some better content, but definitely that's all coming up soon. And um, yeah, like back to the music though. Before we wrap it up, yeah, I want to know. I always ask this question. This is my favorite question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We're gonna take it back to music. So, give me your top three hip hop artists of all time. <laughs> uh, I can't. I all right. Look, I I wasn't alive all time. You know, I wasn't alive the all time. So I can only. I'm gonna say my top. I'm gonna just say my top three artists that influenced me. 
I'm gonna say that. Okay. Top three are. Is that okay? Is yeah. that all right for me to change? You know, because I yeah, can't say all, I all time. I don't happen. know. Like it's so hard to say. But I'll say like if it wasn't for these are just three of the artists that if they wasn't existed in my life, there would be no Cam Norton. There would be no Nirvana. There'd be no Three like Three Eight Z. If it wasn't for artists like Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> I might say four. Little Wayne. Four. And, okay, and my last, Wayne. I have to put this in my, just off top, because of the influence that it had on me, the cool kids. If it wasn't for oh, okay. these, these artists in, 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 in the time that I was growing up and getting into music, there would not be a me. Because yeah. Kanye West gave me the confidence that I needed to step into a space where people told me I couldn't do it or doubted my ability to do it and then did it. Little Wayne yeah. gave me the confidence to be and understand what it feels like to be the best and not in a space of like, I'm the best because you, yeah. know, you told me right. I'm the best because I'm, I said I'm the best. And then Jay-Z, the yeah. you know, just because yeah. Jay-Z is literally the best commercial art, black artist that there really is. And yeah. not only that, he's because he's, he's, he's grown and changed through so many phases. I, I really oh, right. respect and commend his ability to um, to connect with people. And he's a person who I've always been astounded by his abilities uh, as an artist and as a creator. And then I got to say the cool kids, when I was first listening to music in, in college um, at a, or like at the end of my high school years, I used to listen to so much of the cool kids. And those are one of the first artists that really made me see that I can do it my own way. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, if it wasn't for artists like that and groups like that, that put me in a space that showed me that you can be different and, and still be accepted. You can be, you can come from the left and still end up on the right. You can, you know, you can be the most underestimated type of person and still be considered the greatest. And uh, for me, it's artists like that, that come to mind just off top. There's so many artists I can name, but I, those are just the ones that came to mind off yeah. top that have influenced me to be the best version of myself. Like, and I'm, I feel like I, you know, I got a little bit of all those those factors of uh, of those artists embedded in my music, and I, you know, I'm gonna only get better. I know that. One day I'm gonna be in the list of someone saying, "Who's your favorite artist?" They're gonna be like, "Oh, Cam Riley," <laughs> and. Little Wayne. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Those are some. Those are some that definitely uh, affected me. You a dip set baby for sure. Oh, I didn't. I should. Sure. I didn't say camera. I didn't say camera, but. Yeah, but I, I heard you said when well, you one of the best. Hey, you feel me, dip set? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No. Yeah, that's cool. That's so. I'm glad you answered that appropriately because I do feel like that's. That's really good, like, to highlight, like, who gave you your drive, like, you know, just like anybody else. Like, I feel like there wouldn't be certain people in position that are huge now that do music. And then if it wasn't for somebody before them, that just mm -hmm. kind of they came in with a little, their own flair and their own style. But, you know, yeah. years go by, we progress and we grow into oh, our yeah. art and craft. And so I just can't wait to see what you're going to do in the next 10 years, like. That would be dope. Like if you know, I feel still, like I've already had such a crazy like, path. You want this? Let's do this. Like yeah, you gonna, yeah. You gonna I'm be not tired. Crazy can still do it. You can too. <laughs> no facts. I mean, for me to grow to grow up listening to Jay Z as a kid, and then to graduate and see transition of of Kanye West from a producer to become the one of the greatest rappers, mm -hmm. and then to watch yeah. that entire phase of when Lil Wayne was just a phenom. 
And then for me, at that space, to have gravitated and absorbed all of that and to meet a group Our like the cool kids. Like, when I was 19, I, I was able to open up for the cool kids. And that was, like, one of the most, oh, like, you know, like, for me, I've, I've, I've achieved a lot of little stuff that, you know, I've been able to be in close proximity to the artists that I really looked up to, like, open up for Cameron last year. Like, yeah. for those people that know me, they know that these are moments that mean a lot to me. When I was opening up for yeah. the cool kids and doing stuff with the cool kids, people knew that that was important to me because I'm not shy with being a fan of who I'm a fan of. So, for me... Yeah. I can't imagine what the next 10 years of Cam Gnarly is going to look like. Um, I can only imagine that it's going to be more grand and more expansive because that's where my heart is set right now in taking the the energy that and the, and the message and the purpose in my music and broadening it in, in all facets uh, of possibility for me and all facets of interest. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, that's just what I'm on. Like, I'm going to definitely try to take it, always try to take it to a higher level and always try to be better than my last time. So I feel like if, if anything, people who listen to my music, they know that it's always going to be growth in the music. You're going to hear yeah. it in the music and there's going to be songs that you connect with that are going to be different. And for people who are still listening to Nirvana, I appreciate the, the fuck out of you. And the people who are in a quarantine right now and not happy and not working and the fact that there's so many of you that are still finding time to listen to my music like that means so much to me and i appreciate that's not lost on me that you know you could be doing something else or you know or my ability to help you through your quarantine process like i appreciate y'all for listening and i'm honored that I can be a helper and be a healer in any kind of way. Or if or if, if none of those things are happening, you just slapping my shit, just smoking weed to it and hanging out with your girl and stuff. I've gotten so many weird messages. <laughs> like people saying like, bro, I just fucked my girl to your album with weird shit. But but oh, again, like that's, to be that's, that's <laughs> just to be just to be in whatever space that y'all got me in, you listening to my music, I appreciate yeah. you. Just to be a part of y'all mm-hmm. lives. I, I thank I thank y'all. We gonna we gonna grow through this shit together. Yes, yes, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you, brother. We are we appreciate are coming. You too, at sis, real shit. Yes, thank you. We're um, coming at the end of this episode, and um, but I do want to drop a little bit more, a little bit of gnarly juice on y'all. Summer is coming up. I know we can't go nowhere, but if you gonna listen to Nirvana. Bump audio coop, okay? <laughs> Producer Ponto and Ponto, A Brook, my boy A Brook on that. Yes, and our boy motherfucker. Yeah. Couldn't do <laughs> couldn't do none of it without A Brook too. That's my brother off top. A Brook, dude, like beast. He got a project. He about to drop a project too. Yes, he about, yo, to, he drop, about to drop some shit drop next month. Tap in. He dropped yes. in his uh, his uh, his EP Jose. Look out for that shit. That shit fire. Yes. And we and for and I, I'm already lined up with new music for y'all. Um, new visuals and content on the way. Uh, shout out to my people at Productive Culture. We got some stuff coming. Uh, Rad Habits Holiday. We got some stuff coming. And yes. you know, just you know, just keep keep it locked, man. I promise, I ain't gonna disappoint you. Right, right, right. Cool. Yeah, and then um, I'm gonna drop the other song that I love, Mary Jane. If you guys hey. looking for some summer freaking bangers, Audio Coop from Nirvana and Mary Jane from 333 Hertz. Remember, the HZ is not for hoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for hoes. That's right. Not for hoes. <laughs>
it's for the hugs. I was about to say, I was like, you probably want to get it flooded already. It's for everybody. It's for the hugs. It's for everybody. You talking about it. Duality, you know, double meaning. We're talking about that. There's layers to this. Layers to this so silly alright thank you so much and I love you brother I, I see you, you out there the performances can't wait and this is the episode for Music is Love Fridays check out the interview it's going to be dropping at 11 11 a.m. on the 29th celebrating my boy Cam Gnarly so I'm going to be putting posting all his stuff all, all of all his, his thank highlights you. And thank yeah. you I appreciate y'all I love you Jess thank you for having me you. All right. Off top, I'm out.